1: Hello, and welcome to the Homeschooling with Technology podcast. I'm your host, Meryl van der Merwe, and today in episode 181, we're going to be looking at how writing on the computer helps kids become better writers. Now, this is actually isn't a topic I know anything about or even thought about. So I have a guest who does know about this, and this is actually a guest from a few weeks ago. Veldora Rice is back. Veldora is from writefromtheheart.com. They offer lots of great online classes for middle and high schoolers to teach students to write better. Uh, this is something that students need to know how to do. So do check them out if you feel that your child needs some help. And I think most of them do. The previous episode was episode 174, Best Practices for Internet Research. I will link to it in the show notes. Show notes are at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. So after a very lengthy uh Intro. Welcome, Veldora. <laughs>
0: Thank you. And I wanted to uh just correct one thing. It's Let's right see. from the heart.org. Oh, sorry.com. That's okay.
1: Good. That's all right. So we actually were talking about that earlier. Uh um, Veldora, just in case people didn't listen to your last episode, and as I said, it was really helpful. So do go and listen. Just give a brief introduction to yourself again before we get into today's topic.
0: Sure. I'm Valdora Rice, and I'm the director of Write from the Heart, Um, and we've been doing writing classes for middle and high school students since about 2005. Um, We have full credit classes that last for the whole year, as well as workshops that are four-week-long workshops that focus on special writing topics like creative writing or research writing or writing your college application.
1: Right. Thanks. Um, So let's get into today's topic. And as I kind of mentioned at the beginning, uh, I actually, although I don't, I, well, Funder Fund Academy, we do have a couple of, of writing classes. And so we have we have one, if your kids really hate writing, this is something that Veldora doesn't have one quite like ours. <laughs> we have a writing fun class at Funder Funder for middle schoolers who just hate writing and you you can't even get them to cooperate. So if you've got one of those, in fact, they can come at fifth grade, you can come into us in fifth grade with those and then we'll turn them into someone who doesn't hate writing anymore. And then you go back to Veldora and she gives you all the expert uh, advice so ours is just literally off the wall fun stuff for the kids to write we aren't super critical because we don't want them to get depressed about their writing it's more rah rah you're doing great and how about changing this a little bit and so come and take a look at that and then I uh, say for the more serious uh writing go and look at Veldora or one of Funda Funda's classes we don't have a lot though Veldora has particularly if you're wanting things like AP classes um you need, to, you need to go and have a look there but whether you use either of our classes make sure that your kids can write well, because it is it is going to be very detrimental in college if they can't write quickly, be able to quickly turn out papers. And then again, most jobs that particularly if you had a university degree are going to require you to write at some point, whether you like it or not, and rather do it well than badly. So this sort of how would you define
0: different types of writers, because we know that not everyone's the same. Right. Well. I, there's to me, there's three different types of writers that I work with. Um, and I think writing on the computer would help all of them for different reasons. Um, first, you have your reluctant writer. These are your kids that hate writing, never want to sit down and do it. Um, and they're reluctant for different reasons, whether they think they're a bad writer or they hate handwriting, there's different types of reluctant writers. Um, And then on the opposite end, you have your overachievers, your really excited writers, Um, the ones that are writing above grade level. um, A lot of times they're writing stories in journals before um, they even know how to use a computer. Um, Computers can really help those kids as well. I'm one of those types of writers so you should see my computer files that i have of all the different things i've written um, and then you have your average writers these are your really good students um, i wouldn't necessarily call them average writers they a lot of times they are a b students but they're not necessarily excited about writer writing they're not your excited i'm going to be an english major kind of students they're your stem students they're your math students who are solid but Writing is something that they get through. It's not something that they're necessarily like thrilled about. Um, computer, writing on the computer can help all of those writers for different reasons.
1: All right, yeah, I will put myself into the number three, even though I'm an English major. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love literature and discussing it. Uh, yeah, always having to put words down on paper and um, not, not so exciting. So I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in this topic. So let's look and see how exactly is it going to help us to write on a computer?
0: Um, well, first of all, computer writing helps eliminate distractions. Um, if you've got a reluctant writer, um, I would. my son is 17, and I would put him somewhere between the average writer and the reluctant writer. And the reason that I would call him a reluctant writer is because his handwriting is terrible. His spelling is awful. Um, for those of you that have um, special needs kids, your dyslexic kids. My son has dysgraphia, which is um, the what's in his head doesn't always come out on the paper or his handwriting is really, really sloppy. And it's a lot of effort to write, but put that child in front of a keyboard and his ideas just flow. They come out because he doesn't have that distraction of actually forming the letters being an effort he loses those ideas when i force him to handwrite something he a lot of times he loses his idea before he even gets to the end of the sentence because the effort of actually writing something down is really really difficult for him Um, and he's a bad speller so trying to figure out how the word comes together um, computers can eliminate that if you have a bad speller Um, certainly practice spelling but the spell check Catches all those things. They can spell something really, really weird, and then they can um, right click on it and look down through that list and find that word. And they're so they're learning that spelling even as they're typing and and doing that on the computer. Um, so it really helps for kids that have special needs. Um, for your for your overachievers, it's they're not running out of paper. They're not running out of <laughs> space. Um, and for your average your STEM kids. Um, computers generally are attractive to them because they like that technology. They, they don't necessarily want to take the effort to sit there and write out a story, hand write it out, but going on a computer can really eliminate that distraction and they can, you'll find that a lot of the STEM kids write more because they're on the computer and they're not um, distracted by having to fill a page or doing something like that. They, they end up writing more than what they thought. So what is, what is something else? Um, they also, um, help kids develop, develop more. Like I said, those STEM kids, um, if you're task oriented and you're filling a page, um, a little secret for those of you that want your kids to write more, a typed page, more words fit in that than a handwritten page. So if you tell your child that you want to see one page of writing, um, they're actually writing more on the computer than they are handwriting it out. Um, so that's a little trick if you want to get more words out of your kids. Um, but it, it also helps them see, oh, one sentence doesn't equal a paragraph, because one sentence on the computer looks a lot smaller visually than it does on a piece of paper, um, especially if you have kids that write really large. Um, it helps them see that. Paragraph structure. Oh, what does a three-sentence paragraph look like visually? They can start to see that, um, and they can s- physically see the underdevelopment of their paper. Um, it also helps with revisions and fixing things. Again, my son is—he's very task-oriented. So, going in and changing a sentence or fixing a spelling error—that's a lot easier to do on a computer than it is to do on paper um, because I'm not rewriting a whole sentence. I'm fixing one word and making it better, or I'm adding something to it, or I'm adding a sentence to a paragraph to make it longer. Um, Adding a sentence in the middle of a paragraph is a heck of a lot easier on a computer than it is handwriting it. You're not rewriting out the whole thing. Um, So for your your task-oriented people, that's refreshing because I'm not redoing work. Um, For your overachievers, your excited writers, I get to write more. I get to describe that character more, and I don't have to start all over from the beginning. I can just add more stuff and make my my paper longer, my story longer, or my story more detailed. Um, It it helps a lot in that in that sense when you're revising Um, for your reluctant writers. Cutting and pasting from move this from this third paragraph. It actually belongs in the first paragraph. Reluctant writers love that because they don't have to rewrite the whole thing. They're just cutting and pasting stuff they already wrote. Um, and it, it, it's a lot less frustrating. There's a lot less repetition of, of revision in the revision process. It's just adding things or moving things around. And for a reluctant writer, that feels a lot less stressful than if you're having them write it or rewrite it. Right. Those, those are brilliant uh,
1: ideas right now. And I mean, as a parent, I would really struggle to tell my kid, you know, this is far too short, you need to add more because how do you add more if you've written it on paper? You can only add more to the end, which um, that's not always the best way to go about it. Right. That's probably the worst way to go about it. Right. You can't after the conclusion. I know I've had things like that turned into me, even just when the kids have to do like, you know, a summary of a book they've read for geography or something. And I realized that they obviously have realized, oh, we didn't do enough. And then they just, you can see it rambling at the end. Whereas mm-hmm. this way where you can go back and rather, add more color into each paragraph and maybe add a paragraph,
0: which is all easy. Right. And it makes it easier for you as a parent when you're doing that collaboration. Um, One of the things that when I talk with parents and when I teach my students as well, we ask a lot of questions. So instead of saying add more, a lot of kids have a hard time with add more, because what does that mean? I already said everything. Mm. I, I don't have anything else to add. I already said it. But if you ask it like a question and say, well, what was the character doing there? Or what was the character thinking? Mm-hmm. Or um, how how exactly does that work? You said this invention helps you, you know, it, it creates electricity. Well, how does it create electricity? Asking a question instead of saying, add more or develop this can really help those kids. So you can actually go in and put that question. That's what I do with my students is I go in, I put that question there and I put it in a different color ink or a different color, I just type it and then highlight it and change the color. Or I use the the revision tool in Google Docs or in Word to add a comment and they can see, oh, after that third sentence in the paragraph, you're asking me a question. I can put the answer right there in that third paragraph. So it allows the parents or the teachers to collaborate a lot more easily as well, instead of just putting it at the end or putting it on the side of a written piece of paper.
1: Yeah, that was always my favorite uh, when my kids were in, in high school it was having them be able to submit their work to me instead of, as you say, I couldn't read the handwriting either half the time. But that whole idea of being able to just make comments and not having to even, you know, even that they were upstairs, I was downstairs. It wasn't even a fact of having to move up and down the stairs or to send a document backwards and forwards if you're working on a document where you can write on that document then uh, the kid can see it, can fix it, and you can go back in the next day and immediately see what they've done.
0: Yep. And, and it also helps with reluctant writers. If your kids are younger and they're just learning to type or um, they hate writing, it's for me as a parent it's a lot easier for me to say hey I'll be your stenographer I'll be your I'll be your secretary sit right here next to me whatever you say I'll type it or if Mm -hmm. we're doing a lot of times I would do that with my son Um, I would have him write the first draft or type the first draft and then I would have him dictate to me his changes and I would change the sentence and type it in with him sitting right next to me when he was younger we did that a lot Um, and then I'm just typing what they're saying versus me writing a paper for them, or it's just me adding in. And again, I would do that at the revision step. So he had the chance to type the whole thing out. But if we're changing spellings of words or we're adding in and subtracting things or moving things around, that's a really helpful way to do that with a reluctant writer is with that. You sit at the keyboard and they sit next to you.
1: Do you have a, lot, a few more ideas on why they should do it on the computer?
0: I do, um, I think that um, this is something that we do a lot of in our, in our um, writing classes is we combine writing with a lot of other activities. So you're helping them with their typing skills. Um, a lot of times this can help them with their computer skills. Um, I actually did a, an ebook that talks about um, five different activities to help reluctant writers. And a lot of those activities are things like um, create a brochure online um, or on on your computer and they're actually typing in there and they're they're doing a lot of writing but they're doing it in a format that feels a little bit more fun to them so computers can actually help you do that you can use different um, computer programs you can learn how to do photoshop and they're writing something and then they're um, manipulating it in Photoshop. Um, My son writes a lot more if he's doing it in a different computer program than just Word. Um, So using the computer in that way can really help a reluctant writer or even a, a really excited writer express themselves even more because they're combining writing with art or combining writing with history and they're pulling images off the internet and putting that in there. That's a lot easier to do than Um, printing out pictures from the internet and cutting and pasting them onto a poster board. Um, It's a lot easier to do that in the computer. Um, So we do a lot of technology projects like that. Yeah, there are a couple
1: of episodes you can look back at. um, I know where I talk through uh, writing eBooks, which, and and these are ones that are, might have video in it and might, you know, so they're very interactive and there are a couple of really fun sites out there. And I do go through a whole lot of them. I know know there was an episode not that lot. Not that long ago where I spoke about that. And definitely a lot of writing will be involved. That link um, to the uh, activities for reluctant writers, that will be in the show notes. You can find the show notes at homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. And so go along there and grab that if you have a reluctant writer and you're looking for some tips because you can see that Valdora has really thought about this and she has lots of great ideas. Well, Vildora, thank you so much for coming and sharing these great tips. Um, I have learned a few things just listening to you today and I hope you uh, listeners out there have too. Well, thanks for being with us and um, I'm going to definitely get you back some more times in the future to share some more of your ideas of writing and technology.
0: Wonderful. Thank you so much for having me.
1: And thank you, listeners. If you enjoyed this episode, share it with a friend. Uh, if you know someone who's complaining that they're struggling with their child to um, get them to write, or you know, just generally have any writing issues, share it with them via social media, send them a direct link. And it would also help if you gave us a rating and review wherever you're listening to your podcasts. And I will see you again, same time, same place next week.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Homeschooling with Technology with Meryl Vandemurva. Visit her at fundafundaacademy.com and homeschoolingwithtechnology.com. Homeschooling with Technology is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.